What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Breakdown. My name is Josh. And my name is Taylor. And it has been quite a while. Uh, it's been so long that... It's been a minute. We just spent like <laughs> 20 minutes trying to figure out how to set this whole thing back up. And when I say we, I mean me. As well, Taylor because there's nothing I can do. Taylor's scrolling on Instagram. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. Yeah, so welcome back. Like I said, it's been forever, and uh, this week we really wanted to just jump right back into kind of where we probably didn't leave off, because I don't even know what I'm trying to say, other than the fact that... um, We're going to pick up where we should have left off, basically. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. (laughs) And um, this, from now on, should be every week uh, coming to you guys and not sporadic, so... We've gotten everything reset back up, and uh, it just it should just be smooth sailing from here. Yeah, studios reorganized. We got our whole system like kind of figured out. It's just going to be making sure we have content, but we've got plenty of that, um, so Sh- that won't really be an issue. Shouldn't have any issues. No, at all. So with content, we just got to make sure we set a time every week to sit down and record, basically. Yeah. So this week we are. Uh, not going to jump right in because I almost forgot all the sponsorship stuff. You see how long it's been <laughs> since we've done this? It's been forever, forever. Yes. So each and every week, the weekly breakdown is brought to you by Gold Gal Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, we do have agents who can help you plan your next vacation to Florida or any other destination around the world. And you can submit a quote in... That says the description. The show notes. Uh, which is the show notes. Uh, and an agent will get back to you with a quote for more information. And speaking of, Taylor's cousin actually just booked a last-minute trip with one of our Gold Gal Getaway agents. And uh, they got oh my her gosh. a okay. fast pass. Hold on. Let me tell this story of what okay. happened here. Okay. So my cousin Cass and her boyfriend Clint wanted to come down for spring break, which was literally right before all the parks closed. So they, like really lucked out but anyway she's a law student and she just needed a break like an actual spring break so she's like i want to go to disney world i haven't been there in literally forever so basically what happened was she messaged me and was like how can i plan a trip in like a couple weeks she's like i want flights i want parks i want um tickets i want room i want everything like all one price so i can just pay for it and be done and i was like okay well if you go through Gold Gal Getaways, I can help you get set up with an agent and they can pretty much do everything for you since you have no idea like what to do. And she's like, that's perfect. She's like, what do I do? So I sent her the uh, quote form. She filled it out. Um, one of our agents got back to her really quickly. It was actually Randy and she did an awesome job. Uh, she actually... She booked the vacation. She had flights and everything included. They came down from like a Monday to a Friday or something. And you said this was last minute, right? This was last minute. This was like a couple weeks in advance. Yeah, this wasn't like six months out, three months out. So now let me note that they didn't want to do any sit-down dining. They did all like snacks and quick services. So they didn't have to worry about that. But they're also like young adults, so they really didn't care a whole lot about sitting down eating. They just wanted to do everything. So she ended up getting them fast passes same day. They were in Animal Kingdom, and she texted my cousin and was like, hey, I got you Flight of Passage for, like, whatever time. And she's like, you've got to be kidding me. So they got to ride Flight of Passage on the same day during spring break and also, like, opening week of Flower and Garden Festival. Like, it was crazy. Pretty cool. 
they also got to do like Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, we did uh, Test Track. We did Single Rider. I like met up with them one day. But anyway, they ended up having an awesome trip right before the parks closed because their travel agent literally went above and beyond for them. And that's a really nice thing about a travel agent is, you know, you're in the parks and if you need something, even if you don't need something, they, sometimes they do go above and beyond what they actually have to or need to do for you. So yeah. definitely some high points about having a travel agent. Big plug for <laughs> Gold Girl Getaways. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, all the agents are awesome. We have not heard really anything bad at all about any of the agents. Everybody's been awesome. Pretty good. And as always, the podcast is also brought to you by JTR Media. Uh, this is our little side hustle. Uh, Josh still does not really know what to call it, but it's essentially our video business. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's basically video production, I guess. Yeah. Um, we've done several videos now for families. Uh, we've done a couple for friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully still shooting a wedding in May. But yeah. if not, it'll we haven't get, heard anything get, about that. It'll not get rescheduled. Yeah. Um, and that's Disney Fairy Tale Wedding. We have another yeah, one that's, that's in September or August, which is really cool. I'm super excited yes. and very nervous for. <laughs> but yeah, he's just nervous because he wants everything to be so perfect, and like he is a perfectionist. No, I'm, I'm nervous yes. because it's a wedding. You only get one shot to basically capture. Don't some undersell of the most yourself. Things, you know, you're so. really good at it. And there's two of us, so you get two videographers <laughs> whenever you, this happens. So we've got two chances to get everything for right. the most part. <laughs> um, but yes, if you are looking to capture some magical moments such as weddings, engagements, vacations, or anything else, uh, you could imagine we are here to do that for you. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're actually flying back to Pennsylvania at least once, if not twice this fall um, to do some videos. And then we already booked one for next spring up in yep. Pennsylvania. So we actually do travel for weddings and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever else you may want. So, yeah. And yeah, so if you are interested in that, you can submit a quote down in the show notes or you can find it in the description of the YouTube video. Or you can head to jtrmedia.org. Or that. That did works you forget as well. we have a website? I did. You made it. <laughs> um, and also, shameless plug for us as well, is one of the best ways to support us is through Patreon. Dot com. Yes. We do have some awesome and fantastic patrons on there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're just really right now trying to bring you guys some behind the scenes stuff. Been posting a few yep. photos and some really short video clips from Copycat Cocktails, which just got released earlier this week, yep. uh, where we made the Lapu Lapu and the Hippopotami Tai, which I will say now in retrospect of seeing that. Um, so I, I'm not trying to divert off of, but this is like the only open talking forum that I have at the moment to really talk about it. <laughs> it is. But uh, so we we actually started Copycat Cocktails. We tried to make it way back in like October, November. And it looked really cool at the time. And I enjoyed it. It was fun. But then when we put it away, because we didn't post it, and then I got it back out, I was like, uh, I'm not sure that I can post this. I don't know that I really like it. And and when I say I don't like what I, what I wanted was us talking, Josh and I, um, behind the table and making the drinks. Very distracting with the <laughs> crazy background that we had. <laughs> and so I started to, I made some changes. And this week's episode, I also now don't like again because I was trying to go for a, a plain black background, which worked pretty well, but now it's lacking a lot of 
detail and interest. So mm-hmm. it's a work in progress. And if you guys haven't seen it already, we're just basically trying to show you guys how to make drinks at home mm-hmm. with some basic ingredients, basic alcohols that you can buy locally. You don't have to go spend an arm and a leg to buy mm-hmm. top shelf stuff. So um, be on the lookout for those. Give us some comments down below and some feedback. I would love it. And even if it's harsh, that's okay because I can take it. So. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> Next on our little list. Oh wait, of sorry, here. I got di- I got diverted there. The whole point of that entire story was just that I have been posting, yeah, behind the scenes of copycat cocktails to our Patreon so that they, or yeah. our patrons so they can see that stuff. So yeah. if you would be interested in, we're not telling you to do it. Um, yeah. You're not getting to see anything that you normally wouldn't see on the YouTube channel. Um, it's just a little bit more behind the scenes and interactions with us. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, just so that we can show our patrons that we appreciate them for helping basically sponsor our channel. Not, not that we don't appreciate everybody who No, watches. we do. We definitely do. But it's just a little bit extra that we're giving them. So, exactly. Yeah. you Because they're so giving you know, us a little bit extra yes, as well. So you will never have to pay to watch our videos on YouTube. And somebody, I guess, misunderstood that the other day and basically threw a fit in a comment about it. And everybody that responded to it was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Yeah, like exactly. all our videos will always be free. This is just a little something extra that we're doing. Trust me, we don't have time to make videos that I guess are worth paying for. <laughs> like that production quality? At least not right now. Not for YouTube anyway. I'm going to work on short films. Oh boy. Yeah, he already started one. So. <laughs> All right. Moving on enough of rambling. Okay, well the next thing is about our Disney Fantasy Group cruise. That's the next group cruise we have coming up and we bring this up because we just want to make sure that you know about it. And we're also going to be talking about our first group cruise that we went on today. But the next one will be on the Disney Fantasy in August of 2020 from the 25th to the 23rd. It's like a three-night cruise um, out of Port Canaveral here in Florida. Um, it is a short cruise, but it has one stop at Castaway Key, which will be awesome. I love sea days and I love Castaway Keys. So even though this is a short cruise, it's still going to be awesome. It'll be cool. So, yeah, we already have quite a few people booked already, but we would definitely love if you could join us as well. Mm -hmm. If you've never been on a Disney cruise, this would be a good way to get your feet wet with that. Or if you've never been on a cruise at all, do a short one. We always say do a long one first, but if you are really apprehensive about it, here's a good opportunity for you to do a short one. Exactly. And we'll have some group activities, too. So we do have a form in the show notes that you can submit to join us on the group cruise. And do you want to talk about the next one? Or do you want me to talk about it? I'll talk about it. So uh, while we never really made an official announcement video for this, and I don't know that we will um, at this <laughs> we point. We still can, we'll I guess. Yeah, we, we, we could still make one. Yeah. I got some cool ideas in mind. Uh, if you don't know or haven't heard already from the one live stream that we did, we, we briefly mentioned are doing another Royal Caribbean group cruise mm-hmm. sailing next July. Uh, this is July 2021, and it is a seven-night Alaskan cruise. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be pretty cool. We've already have um, quite a few people have booked already. Pretty much everybody <laughs> from the first group cruise that we just did that yeah. we're going to be talking about today booked for this one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be sailing out of Seattle yeah. and going back to Seattle. We kind of gave all of them the first opportunity. Exactly. To know about our next group cruise since they had already come on a group cruise with yep. us. 
So, but we've already kind of told everybody else about it on our live stream. We briefly mentioned because people were freaking out and we were like, what are you talking about? When's the NIP group yep. cruise? So we had to tell. Um, but yeah, um, if you want to join us, you can, um, we will have a form for it. I'm just waiting to get the link from Pam. Um, but you can email events at goldgalgetaways.com. Um, and tell them that you want to go on the seven-night Alaskan group cruise in July 2021 with the WDW couple. Make sure you give as much information about you and your family members as you can, so it will be an easier process of booking. Yep. That is until we have the form like link for you. So um, I think... Our plan is to have more videos about this. I don't know that they're all going to be podcasts. They just may be more detailed with us sitting down mm -hmm. and talking about it, a shorter type of deal. Because we have a lot of video. Yeah, I mean, and, it, and we have a lot of stuff that we want to talk about because it was our first cruise on Royal Caribbean. So mm -hmm. um, for today's episode, we're really just going to be kind of going through the entire thing and... Uh, Giving you like a day-by-day, -day, briefly, what we experienced, how it went, and what we thought about it. Yeah. So this might be a longer episode, might be a shorter episode. We'll just have to wait and we see We really happens. don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> but it's our outline is so vague. It could go one way we're or just the letting other. That, we're just letting it roll. <laughs> All right. But basically, we're just going to start with day one. And yeah. So basically, the boarding process is the first thing you have to go through when you get on a cruise. So obviously, you already have your cruise booked. It's all already paid for. And like you are ready to go. So... The best part of, honestly, okay, so we've done a couple Disney cruises. We've done four Disney cruises. Now we've done from Royal Caribbean. This was the best boarding process we've experienced so far. I would agree with that. Yeah. Especially. With uh, parking included in that. With parking being included in that. And that's, I, I found that to be a little surprising, especially since Disney has their very own port. Yeah, they have their own terminal. Port Canaveral. Or, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. They have their own terminal at Port Canaveral. And... Uh, I thought that that was like kind of smooth, you know. I mean, I definitely liked it better than it was, what we did and in it Miami. It is special for Disney. that Disney has their own. It is, and I and I liked, I liked Port Canaveral better than what I liked in Miami. Yes. I did not like Miami at all, but this was so smooth. It was crazy how smooth it was. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's because in the past when we try to do Disney cruises in Port Canaveral, we try to get there really early because we want to try to be some of the first people on the ship, but. This was like we pulled into the port. You pay as soon as you get in there to mm -hmm. park. If you're parking at the port, you don't have to. But for our purposes, we did. Mm -hmm. And it was so easy to find a spot to park. Yep. First thing. I feel like we have a tough time when we go over to Disney. We have yes, a hard time. like you're going around and around and around um, trying to find a spot. And then as soon as you get your stuff, it's like there's not a lot of confusion. I feel like there's sometimes there's confusion with, with Disney stuff for us, which is like, where do we take our bags at? Yes. How far do we take our bags? Where are the porters at? Where do we stand in line to wait to get in the terminal? Exactly. And this was awesome because, and we talked a little bit about it in the video that we posted from Embarkation Day, but it was, it was crazy. We parked and we literally walked our bags right over to the, um, Escal or escalator. Walked escalator, our bags escalator, escalator. over to the elevator. We went right down to the elevator, and the port guys were right there. And it was just like, here's the bags. We're done. It was yeah. easy, and it was so smooth, and it was great. But, and then even after that, when we went in to do security and stuff, that was, I think, even more smooth. There was no smooth. line. 
Yeah, there was no line. You walked right through. Because they don't just have, like, one or two stations set up at, like, each entryway. Because mm-hmm. Disney has, like, a couple different entrances to their terminal. Like, you literally walk in and it's, like, airport security. They've got, like, a ton of areas set up. And then you just walk up to whichever, like, line they tell you to get in. You have your passport out. They check it. Um, and then you send your bags, basically your carry-on bags, because you've already given your big bags to the porters. You send your carry-on bags through the little metal detector or whatever, the x-ray machine. You walk through the metal detector and or x-ray machine, whatever it was. I don't remember. Um, and then you walk up the escalator and go sit in the terminal and yeah. wait to be boarded. And, I mean, there is still the check-in process, which I think... Which I'm was not, super brief. Yeah, I'm not sure if they were... Because, again, this was our first time on Royal Caribbean. So I'm not sure if they were if they've changed the process or if it's brand new. But you know, when when comparing it to Disney, because that's all we've done, Disney is you still have to then go and get into another line and mm-hmm. then wait in that line to then go see somebody to actually do the check-in and get your yes. cards and things like that. This was we were able to do the entire check-in basically through the app or online. Mm-hmm. And when we got there, it was literally. I think we spoke to somebody for like less than 30 seconds. We didn't even go up to a desk. Mm-hmm. It, was it was somebody with an, with an iPad. And they took our photo right there. Mm-hmm. And on the iPad. And then like and that was like it. That was it. It was we literally walked, like 30 seconds. We walked over to another guy. He gave us our boarding group number and then we went and sat down and waited to get on the ship until they started boarding. Because with Royal Caribbean, they don't print out your like sea pass right right there at the port. It's already at your room. Yes. So basically, you don't have to worry about having that to get on the ship because they check your picture mm-hmm. whenever you get on the ship. Yeah, and I and I think if some people might be like, well, the cards are already outside your door. What if somebody else comes by and takes them? I mean, if, if it happens, it happens. You just go back down to get services, I guess. Yeah. They'll give you new cards, um, and they'll deactivate the old ones. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just, it's it was super nice. And mm-hmm. the other thing about that, too, is that, like, the boarding pass is right on your phone. Yep. So that's how you get on the ship. Right. So like once they call your boarding group and you go up to where they basically scan your your ticket, like if mm-hmm. it was Disney, you would scan your uh, key to the world card. Mm-hmm. Here they just scan the app and you walk right on. And it's just, it's super smooth. It was really nice. Not like much anxiety at all. I feel like I've had anxiety in the past and I don't know if I was just like, I got to like, maintain my chill had anxiety in the past he has anxiety on every vacation we go on for the first but, day but just stressing about how it's gonna go but this was not that bad like i felt like i did not have that much stress about it whenever we were doing this and i don't know if that's because we were with the group and i was like i gotta like maintain no. my chill he, he's right he actually was only stressed up until we parked once we parked yep. and got rid of our bags he was totally fine which i was really surprised and i think about. it was just because i was just so surprised how like how it smooth was. it went. Yeah. Yeah, tell me so, um, yeah, so then we got on the ship. Mm-hmm. So when we got on the ship, we basically just started walking around the ship. Um, when the ship is open and you're able to board, you can pretty much go do whatever you want. You can go eat. If the flow rider's open, you can do that. If the slides are open, you can do that. Um, but we actually went basically right to the Rising Tides bar. But it was something I really wanted to do. So we got on the Rising Tides bar and we rode it up to the... Basically, what's it? What's it? Where does it go to? It goes from the promenade to Central, Central Park. Park. 
So we got off at Central Park and we just kept like walking around. So we went up to the buffet and we ate lunch at, it's called Windjammer on all the ships. So we ate up there and pretty much after lunch, I think our rooms were ready. Yeah. So it's the same, it's basically the same type of deal on Disney. If you've done Disney is that your room's not ready once you get on board, unless you're in like a a suite, a, a suite or, or something like that. They'll yeah. make sure it's earlier or it's ready earlier for you. Yeah. But I think it was about two o'clock. One or two o'clock. One thirty maybe. Like Somewhere around there. But basically you're gonna have some time if you get on the ship early mm-hmm. where your room's not ready. So yeah. you can just kinda of walk around. Yep. And they actually announce overhead when the rooms are ready yep. so that you can go in them. Because they actually have the halls to the rooms completely blocked off. You can't even go in there to yep. check if your room is ready because they just have them all ready at the same time. Um but yeah, then we did our little, um, the little drill thing. What's it called? Oh, the safety drill. Yeah, before. So no, that's. But it's m- called something. I don't remember what it's called. Man, our memories are horrible today. It's terrible. That's why I literally gave like no details in this like outline. I was like, oh, we know what we're talking about. I don't need to write that we'll down. Make it through there. People will know what we're talking about. I mean, it's yeah. it's a mandatory <laughs> drill that you have to do for yeah. any cruise ship that you get on, and. The one thing that's different about this compared to Disney, and again, we haven't been on Disney for a while too, uh, is that they actually use a video when you get down there to really- Mustard drill. The mustard drill. To really explain uh, kind of what the procedure is if something happens. And they make it, it's kind of like a funny action drama movie to try and keep you interested in what's happening and not just zoning out as soon as somebody starts talking. Yeah, and not paying attention. Um, And, you know, I mean, you do that. And then after that, we kind of just- Went back up, shot some video in the room, mm-hmm. uh, did like a little room tour, and I, I got to say, I was actually really, like, I enjoyed the room, and I liked mm-hmm. the layout that we had of our room. Yes. It was nice. I liked that when we walked into the room, it was like the couch and desk area first, mm-hmm. and then the bed was over by the door, because I didn't have to walk around the bed every single time right. we went in the room. That was really nice. It made it feel a lot more open, too. Yes. That was my favorite part about it. The bathroom was a little bit small, but, I mean, that was something we could deal with. Mm -hmm. So I do like the split bathrooms that they have on Disney ships. So I think probably the next best thing about our embarkation day was getting to have our little meetup Mm -hmm. with the whole group, which was really cool. Um, We picked the bar that was up like on the... The mast bar. The mast bar. It was on deck 16. I remember because I set it up. And I think maybe we had thought that it wasn't going to be as busy. But it was actually already kind of busy once we got there. It's not that we didn't know how many people were going to be there, because we did. It was just we didn't realize how it was going to feel until we saw everybody there. That's a pretty good way and to then it was like, oh my gosh, like all these people actually came. Yeah. And, you know, I think what was really nice, too, is that we never made anything mandatory that no. anybody just had to, like, be there and show up. Mm-hmm. It was really just like, if you wanted to come hang out, then you could come hang out. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure... Everybody showed up to they did. that group meetup, mm-hmm. um, even if it was just for a few minutes. You know, I mean, we actually had dining reservations at Chops. And that was even, the biggest mistake we could have made. Yeah. Not even thinking about we had the meetup. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people don't always show up right at that time. Yeah. Um, and, of course, it was like people want to chat and talk, which is yeah. great, too. And we wanted to stay in chat as well. But then I was like, oh, crap. But we made that reservation for Chops at like 5 o'clock. Yeah. So we had to, I think it was at 6 or six, whatever time it was. Five or six, whatever, anyway. So we had to, we left the meet and greet and the sail away party like kind of early because we mm-hmm. had to run to the room to change because we wanted to wear our group shirts to the meetup and then 
change in the room and then go to dinner. So next time, I think we will either not do a reservation dinner yeah, on at the all. first night. Yep. And just go eat wherever. That's a good idea. Or if we do a reservation dinner, it'll just have to be later. Right. And we picked a later time to meet up because we didn't know what time everybody was exactly getting on the ship. And that is something that we could have asked beforehand, but we didn't want to pressure anybody into needing to be at the terminal earlier than whatever they might normally be doing yeah. or anything like that. So we just picked basically a later time when we knew everybody would yeah. be on the ship. And we still thought it would be cool for everybody to meet up like when the ship was sailing away. Yeah. So that way people had time to explore the ship and everything else. So get settled in their rooms. But it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It was really cool to see everybody there who came out to basically uh -huh. took the crew so that, you know, when they wanted to come hang out, they could come hang out. And yeah, we had a good time. Make new friends. It was pretty awesome. So we basically we all got to briefly meet on the first night. Yeah. And I kind of remembered everybody's names after the first night, at least who I actually really talked to. I didn't remember a single person's name. He does now. I mean, like, I remembered names, but I could not go back up and put those names to people's faces. I recognize everybody's faces, but names yeah. I couldn't get. So to night. do it, I kept trying to call everybody by their name every time I talked to them so that I remembered. Just because it was easy for everybody to know who we were because that's kind of why they went on the cruise. But, like, and, like, to kind of remember each other because, like, people started making friends and stuff. But, like... For us, we had to now learn every... We knew everybody that was coming on. We just didn't really know yeah. all their faces. So it was like trying to remember like who's who. And it was really hard because like learning basically 26 people's names... Right. Was like, what? <laughs> it's kind of tough. Especially to it do was. in like an hour. But so. after, I think by like the third day, I knew everybody's names. Yeah. And I was trying to quiz Josh on it. And he's like, please don't. <laughs> but we definitely know everybody's names now. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. It was fun. Yeah. After our little meetup, we did go to dinner at Chops. And we're really not going to talk about that because we did a dining review of it. So, if you want to hear how Chops went, make sure you get on our YouTube channel and watch our Chops dining review. The only thing I'll say about it is just that it is a specialty restaurant. It's not included. And it does cost an additional charge. Either it's you a can, what restaurant? It's a specialty restaurant. Oh. I didn't know what you said there. Um, and... If you want to eat there, you can either pay at the door, um, you can book it in advance, sometimes mm -hmm. get a discount, or you can book it online, or yeah. you can do the uh, dining package as well. Yep. So, but yeah, we did that, and then we went to uh, one of our favorite things to do at any point in time, whether it's on a ship or in the Disney parks, mm -hmm. is Silent Disco. And it was awesome. It was pretty cool. It was in the attic, which is kind of like in the club casino area. Mm -hmm. um, the casino is always completely separate, so it doesn't smell like smoke or anything down like there, down there. Just so you're aware, um, but it's kind of near that area. So, just and, for referencing. And what a perfect time to meet to then meet up with those same people that you just met earlier by pretending that you can dance when you can't. Yeah, exactly. And also, if you don't know what a silent disco is, I know we've talked about it before because um, we've done them before. Mm -hmm. You basically wear big headphones like these, and they have different channels on them. So it's they're like Bluetooth headphones, and you can switch channels and listen to the different DJs' music right. that they're playing. And so there's no music on 
outside, so it's like crickets, basically. Everything's right here in the headphones. And everything's in your headphones. So if you're singing out loud and somebody doesn't have headphones on, like they literally just hear you singing. They just out hear loud. your pitchy voice. <laughs> but it was awesome. And um, honestly, it was almost a little awkward at first because we still really didn't know each other that well. Um, it was fun. But we really did not care. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dancing the night away, basically. Uh, yeah, so I guess we'll move into day number two, which is uh, it was a sea day. Basically, we were on our way to uh, St. Martin. We St. Martin first, yeah. yeah. So but we had two sea days before that. And this is kind of basically when we started planning most of the group activities, if you mm-hmm. wanted to come and hang out. And none of it, again, was an additional charge to anybody. It was just come hang mm-hmm. out if you want. If you don't want to, that's fine, Go too. Go do whatever you want. You know, it's mm-hmm. also your vacation. It doesn't have to – it's not yeah. revolving just around us. So Yeah, and I like hanging out in a group, so, like, I thoroughly enjoyed doing all these activities. Yeah. So that's why, like, I planned a bunch of stuff. So it was, like, if Josh didn't want to hang out with me, <laughs> I had somebody to hang out with. Because <laughs> sometimes he does like to go off and do like his own thing or take a nap or sit in a hot tub or something. So, yeah. But we started the day off with hitting up some of the hot tubs, which mm-hmm. was nice. And uh, I think breakfast. We which, did have breakfast which in the solarium. In the Bistro. solarium. That's the adult only area, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was pretty good, you know. Uh, pretty standard, kind of a little buffet up there as well. And, um, Nice thing about Royal Caribbean is that they've got a ton of hot tubs all mm-hmm. over the place. Yes, so they do. We sat in the Infinity mm-hmm. Edge hot tubs, which yeah. were really nice. So those aren't in the adult-only area, but they're right near the doors to it. And it was so early in the morning, like we were the only people in there, and it was yeah. really nice. Um, and, I mean, if you're looking to hang out in the hot tubs, like I just said, there's a bunch of them all over the place. There's three of them in the adult area. Mm-hmm. There's two Infinity ones, and there's more back by the... More like family three areas. Three in the adult only ones? I thought there was yeah, there's uh, two at the oh, top yeah, and right. then there's that one three. in the okay. middle. So, um, But yeah, so then basically after that we went and we met up with everybody to go do uh, some fun stuff like the water slides mm-hmm. uh, and the flow rider. Yeah. So the slides were pretty crazy. They were. They don't look as intense as they actually are. Um, there's two body slides that are like through tubes, and then there's another body slide. They all start like at the same platform, but the other body slides like the. It's like to- a toilet bowl. A toilet bowl. Like the- a toilet bowl. A toilet bowl. It's like a royal flush. I think is what they call it. Is what they call it. It's still like. A- Flush from the toilet. Yeah, basically. But I think that one was actually my favorite because it was my goal to see how many times I can get around Josh the bowl. Josh went around the most. Before I go down the bottom. Mm-hmm. You went so, around the most. I'm before I get flushed. Sure. But yeah, it was cool. I think they're a great addition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to have something that adults can do comparing to, again, back to, back to Disney. I think it's nice to have something than just one water slide. Um, because that line at Disney on Disney ships can get pretty long, especially on the mm-hmm. sea days. And these lines can get long as well. I mean, there's a lot more people on the ship. But but there's also a lot more to do. There's a lot more to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, And it was a lot of fun. And then we went over to the, the Flow Rider. Rider. And guess what? Nobody wanted to do it. <laughs> we all sat in the bleachers together well, and watched Josh do it. Yeah, I mean. Our friend Chris ended up doing it too. But he didn't come in his swim trunks, so he ended up running back to the room to change yeah. to then do it. And a little tip that I'll add, because I'm sure we'll probably end up talking more about 
um, a lot of the activities that you can do on board at a later point. So we don't, I don't want to dive too deep into this, but Flowrider was great. Um, but one thing to take note of is that if you've never done it before, um, but you are somewhat skilled, like maybe you've snowboarded or you've skateboarded or surfed or something like that, they have two different sides. One side is for standing and people obviously like that are a little bit more experienced. Experience. And then the other side is for beginners or intermediates or whatever, if you've never done it before. Um, if you've done something similar to that before, you can go to the uh, experience side and let them know that. And they'll basically, you'll have to do what you do on the beginner side, which is just show that you can ride it. Boogie like, board, basically. Boogie board, like on your stomach and then up onto your knees. Uh, and then they'll give you a wristband to do the standing stuff. We didn't know that. So we stood in a really long line. With a bunch the, of little kids. Yeah, on the other side to do that, um, which was still fun. I mean, I was doing sit-ups on my back on the board and not going anywhere, which was cool. But something that you don't necessarily have to do. If we would have known that, we would have went right over to the experience side. And waited in line with like two other people. Two people. Instead of the 10 kids yeah. that were there. <laughs> and so you um, you do have to go to the desk. There's a desk and you do have to sign up and just sign that like. There's a waiver, I believe. You know, you're not going to sue them if you get hurt. But it was cool and a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wipeouts that were pretty funny. Basically, everybody was recording in slow-mo on their phones for when Josh would fall. <laughs> yeah. So we have a those, lot of those. I mean, granted, that is like the best part of Flow Rider. Yeah, like you just sit there hilarious. and just watch people eat it all day long. Yeah. That's so. funny. So yeah, we went down to the boardwalk to get some hot dogs for lunch at the hot dog stand. I forget what it's called, actually. Um, I did get a cool picture of my hot dog, though, at the hot dog stand. Uh, <laughs> so they had other things that they had, like, all beef hot dogs. They had, like, some kind of sausages. And, like, what did you get? I they got had, an all beef They hot basically dog. had all beef, bratwurst, oh, and cool. then, like, a chicken sausage uh and like maybe a pork sausage or something like that. Um, they had a little bit of a variety. So it wasn't just hot dogs. Yeah. And they had toppings too. They had like sauerkraut, onions, peppers. Yeah. All kinds of stuff like that. And um, if, you know, one thing that's nice about Royal Caribbean that we were kind of starting to notice already is that they do have a lot of venues that you can go to and eat at that are still included mm-hmm. um, and are more fast food like. Yes. So it's very quick. You just go up. It literally takes you like less than two minutes to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I will say about it, though, is that there wasn't a lot of places to like stand or sit. No, it was kind of like grab and go and right. keep walking. And, and we were food. there at like the lunch rush time. Yeah, we were. So, it, you know, but they were good. I liked them. Mm-hmm. Yes, I they were good. Good dogs. Good addition. <laughs> um, then, oh, yes. So we walked right out and went to the Bionic Bar. That was our first visit to the Bionic Bar. So we went there a lot during this trip, and so did basically everybody else in our group. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Like the, it's like the coolest place to go yeah, to. Yeah, we actually, there's one on the Ovation of the Seas for our Alaskan cruise, so we'll definitely be there. Um, we are getting a drink package next time because Josh was like, we don't need a drink package. And we ended up drinking enough that a drink package would have been worth it. So I'm like, we're not doing this again. So I would rather pay for it and not use it enough than not get it and do what we did this oh, time. Okay. So, because if you buy it in advance, it's a little bit more discounted. So, right. Anyway, so we went to the Bionic Bar, and if you don't know what a Bionic Bar is, it's basically two robots that make drinks for you. There's all kinds of alcohol up on the top. They've got like a juice and 
soda machine that they like get the soda and the ice and everything out of. They can shake, they can mix and stir and all that stuff. Um, but you order off of an iPad and then that iPad transfers over to the robots and then they make your drink and you can actually see what process your drink is in. Cause like you watch them right in front of you make right. your drinks. Um, you can name your drink. If you don't know how to make a drink, um, you can actually just pick ones that they have pre like made for you and you just pick those, but it still makes it in front of you. It's just like a pre-designed drink, I guess. Um, yeah. And then you get your drinks and they're really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool place. And I, I think another thing that's really nice about it too, is that it's in the promenade area. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we've got this on the list, but every so often, um, during the day or maybe once a day oh, or however that. it works, I'm not exactly sure. Cause we only saw it one time, but They'll do like a parade that goes through Mm -hmm. the promenade. Um, And then even at night, they'll do like little shows out in the promenade area. So you're kind of like right there. And that's what's really nice is the location of that. Now, it's not the only bar that's in the promenade, but we did do like a little bar crawl through the promenade. And I think that that's probably the – that was like my favorite place to hang out because Mm -hmm. just of its location. It's not right in the middle. Yeah. It's kind of a way. So if you want to get your drink and stand up and kind of go stand at the edge, you can watch what's happening. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, then you can just go a little bit deeper into the bar area and yeah. sit. Um, yes, I love the Bionic Bar. But when we were leaving the Bionic Bar, I was on my phone on the Royal Caribbean app, and I was checking to see what else there might be going on in the afternoon because we had quite some time until we had to go to dinner that evening. So I really didn't want to go back out to the pools because we had already done a bunch of that stuff during the day. Um, but I also didn't want to go back to the room and sit because Josh's like, I want to take a nap. I was like, I'm not taking a nap. I'm not so wasting, nap. My, wasting my precious cruise time taking a nap. So, because I like to do activities. So anyway... I'm on my phone on the app, and I saw they were having trivia. Not only was it regular trivia, because it wasn't, it was <gasps> Harry Potter. Potter trivia. Oh, yeah. So I message, you can message in the app, too, which is awesome. You don't have to pay for Wi-Fi. You can just be connected to the ship's free Wi-Fi to use the app and to message. So you just have to have the people's, like, first and last names, and then you can message, like, find them in the app and message them. So I had, like, a group message for everybody. And messaged everyone and told them, hey, there's Harry Potter trivia. I think it was at like 3 o'clock. If you want to come, I'm going to be there. Josh might show up. (laughs) I think I showed up at the end. He did. He ended up showing up. Um, But yeah, so actually a whole group of us showed up for some Harry Potter trivia. And guess what? We didn't win. (laughs) We thought we were going to. Like Amanda and I were like legit like on it. And um a few people knew some other answers, but, like, we were trying really hard. Anyway, um, yeah, so we didn't win. We lost because we didn't know um, Fudge's middle name. Oh, I remember that. Which I still don't remember I what don't it remember is, either. even though I said I'm never going to forget that because that's a question we lost to, and I don't remember what it yeah. was. But anyway, uh, yeah, so then we went back to the room and got ready for dinner. And we went to Jamie's, which well, there will be a dining review to yes. follow. We actually met a guy on the ship. He wasn't part of our group. He saw us recording and was, like, asking us, like, oh, do you have, like, a vlog or whatever? And we are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, this WDW couple. And he's like, you know, what kind of videos do you make? And we said, well, we do a lot of dining reviews and we go to the theme parks and on cruises and stuff. And he's like, 
are you going to eat at Jamie's? And we were like, yeah, we're going to eat at Jamie's. He's like, please do a dining review. Yeah. He's like, nobody does dining reviews of Jamie's. So when we got in there, I was a little frustrated because I was so excited to do this dining review for Jamie's because this guy's like, nobody does them. And the lighting was so weird in all of the restaurants on the ship. The only places we actually recorded full dining reviews was at Chops and at uh, Wonderland. At Jamie's, we couldn't record a dining uh, review. I think we recorded video in uh, a Zoomy for sushi. Mm, no, we didn't. No? Or not sushi, sorry, but uh, hibachi. Hibachi, no. Okay. We didn't. We took photos and video, like a little bit of video of the food. But the lighting was so weird in there, we just couldn't make it into a a video so we had to take pictures so it's going to be a different kind of dining review but it's still going to be a dining review because right. jamie's was awesome i'm pretty sure that was my favorite meal on this show well you just spoiled it for everybody well come watch the dining review because you have no idea what we even had unless you watch the video that's so, true there's that <laughs> um yeah so after that we went to the show and the show for us that night they have multiple shows going on every night Mm-hmm. Um, but the show that we went to that night was the ice skating show, which yeah. I found to be extremely confusing. Yet, yeah, the story was a little weird. Yet it was still very artful and entertaining. Yes. But it was just, I was having a really hard time following it. And I don't know if that's because I was focusing on also trying to shoot a video of the show a little bit. No, because I talked to, so Kate, Zach, um, Todd, and Deb sat behind us. And I turned around and was talking to them, and they were like, no, this was, like, a little yeah. weird. But it's cool. <laughs> and, and I think something that I've really enjoyed about Royal Caribbean is that it's not just entertainment in the main theater. It yeah. is entertainment for several different things. Mm-hmm. Um, the Aqua Show, which we'll talk a little bit about that as well, um, to here in the Ice Rank, to in the actual main theater, which mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if that we – oh, yeah, yeah. We saw uh, Grease in there, but then they also mm-hmm. do – you know, comedians or mm-hmm. uh, singers, impersonator, blah, 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 Elvis guy. So, which we'll talk about next in uh, the next day. Because after that, we basically mm-hmm. went back and we went to bed. Mm-hmm. And uh, day three, we just got up. And I told Taylor I wanted to go and see if I could see the sunrise, which wasn't really great because we basically had cloudiness every day. So Josh does this thing where if he thinks I don't, I'm not going to want to do something, he's going to be like, hey, I'm going to do this and doesn't ask me if I want to go. And so, Well, I just assume that if you want to go, then you'll just be like, okay, well, I'm going to come too. But he doesn't say like, hey, would you want to go? Like, he's just like, hey, I'm going to do this. Like, I'll see you. And I'm like, hey, I want to go watch the sunrise too, you brat. <laughs> So I ended up meeting him in the solarium because he already left without me. And listen, I I can't risk waiting for Taylor if I've got to be there by a certain time. You know, she I might am be... prompt. Oh, okay. I am always prompt. I am never late for anything. If I am, I have a good reason. Don't even give me that crap. Anyways, <laughs> we went down and we watched the sunrise, which wasn't a real sunrise because, uh, well, it was cloudy. I mean, we got I a still little, saw the sunrise. Well, we got it rising above the clouds after it actually yeah, came up over the horizon. Yeah, but it was still cool. So, it was cool. Again, uh, I think we ate in the solarium for breakfast, Maybe. or did we go someplace else? Um, that just says sunrise from no, solarium. No, 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 no. We went to uh, Windjammer because Taylor and I split ways 
I was going to go do video and she went to take a nap and then I couldn't get a hold of her. So I went to Windjammer to eat with Chris and Sarah. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then later that day is when we went down to did the abyss and the rock wall. And oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Right after that, right after yeah. breakfast. So, um, again, plenty of options. Uh, well, not really plenty of options. I don't know why I said that. Um, well, let me just say this too, before I, we continue on the way we did all of our days and stuff. You can do your day anyway. Oh, yeah. This is just the way we plan them. You don't have to go to any of the shows, or you can go to... They have different, like, multiple shows on the same nights, so you can pick and choose from what shows you want to go to. The shows, just note, you have to have a reservation if you want guaranteed seating at the shows. Um, They do still have standby. That's true. Anyway. uh, Sorry. Um, But, yeah, you can plan your day anyway. You can sit by the pool the whole entire day. Or you can do as much stuff as you want and jam-pack your day full of activities. So I just wanted to say that since we didn't preface with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that applies to any cruise that you do. You can do yeah, as much or as much. little but as you want. But some people haven't been on a cruise, so they might not know. And they might think, yeah. well, this is how I have to do it. So I just want to make sure you know you can do whatever you want. So after that, we went and did the Abyss. This is the giant dry slide i think Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that it's a wet like a water slide it's not it's a dry slide that you basically go down in a it's a big slide it's long uh what do they call like a burlap sack basically and um yeah it is super tall if you've ever seen the back of the harmony or any other ship that has the abyss on there it literally is like all the way to the top and it goes Mm -hmm. um down to the boardwalk area and it's what 10 stories or something like that uh yeah something like that so, um, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, a couple of things to take note of is that you have to be wearing uh, a shirt with sleeves. So if you have a tank top on, you can't go. So you Taylor, have to, I had to run back to the room and change. And change. Um, and you basically can't hold anything in your hands. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything has to go down and inside of the, the sack, sack, basically. Mm-hmm. So you can wear, I think, like a chest strap for a GoPro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they would let you wear a wrist strap. I'm I don't not remember. Sure. But you have to keep you have to cross your arms and keep your elbows in or you're en- going to end up hitting your arms off the sides. Yeah, because a couple of people in our poor group actually Alan did. And Lisa. Um, yeah, they actually ended up scraping their arms and poor Lisa actually ended up flipping over in it. So um, so just be careful. Be aware. It is uh, a little fast, but it's not super scary. No, it was not. I was afraid. Like, I was actually literally scared whenever I started down because it looks so steep from the bottom and from the top. But when you're actually on it, it's not as steep as it looks. I mean, it's still pretty quick. But, like, honestly, if you get yourself a little worked up like I did before, then it's actually not as bad as it was. Yeah. So after that, we went and did zip lining. Mm -hmm. Um, Same deck, basically, as the Abyss. Maybe not technically, but it's pretty much the same deck as the Abyss mm-hmm. uh, at the top. And you're basically just zip lining right over Central Park. Yeah. And, or, no, the no, boardwalk. No, sorry, boardwalk. Boardwalk, yeah, not Central Park. Um, but you're zip lining over Central Park. But, I mean, you're like 10 stories above Central Park because Central Park was on like what? Oh, maybe not 10. It's on, oh, my gosh, Central Park. Now you got me saying Central Park. It's a boardwalk. Boardwalk's on deck six, and we yeah. were on deck 16. Yeah. Um, and it's not a super long zip line, so if you're kind of like un, not sure if you want to do it or not, I would say definitely try it. It's it's definitely a good zip line to try mm-hmm. if you've never done one before because it's super short. You I was are up really, really high, and I'm surprised that she even went because I thought you would definitely be like 
I'm not going to do it. At the last I almost minute. chickened out at the end, but I was like, nope, I'm going to do it. What I was afraid of was when I got to the edge that I was going to feel myself drop and then go across. But you actually really don't drop it all. Like that line is, that line's pretty tight yeah. that you don't feel a, a sink. So you just, when you let go, it just goes whoop, yep. straight across and then you're done. And I think pretty much everybody went. I tried to get video of everybody as best as I could, but because of where the ends at and how much standing room there is. And of course there's always a bunch of other people there. I didn't get as much video as I would have liked, but, mm-hmm. um, but it was so cool. It was so yep. fun. You can say that you've done a zip line on a cruise ship, 10 yep. stories above the deck, the bottom deck. That was deck. my first zip line ever. Yeah. It was cool. Um, then we went, then some of us rode the slide, the abyss back down. And oh, we that's right. went I to forgot the rock about wall. that. Yeah. I did not do that. I went, I just well, took the elevator. Because you had the back. Down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we went to the rock wall, and if you don't know, obviously they've got a rock wall, and it's pretty high too. It goes, um, it's what probably deck. It would be like deck eight up to like deck fifteen or fourteen, because it doesn't go quite up to where the abyss is no. at, but it doesn't start at the boardwalk area. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty fun. One thing I will say is that if you're used to having somebody belay you and basically what that means if you don't know terms is there's actually somebody at the bottom with the rope and every time that you go up they pull the rope and they tighten it up so that if you fall um that's what catches you this they use an automated it's not really automated it's it's, just like a it's an automatic like catching rope machine i did not like it at all and not that it's not safe i think val was scared too um yeah oh yeah he was (laughs) um and not that not that it's not safe because it is safe they wouldn't put it on there if it wasn't Mm -hmm. it's just it's that mentality it's the mentality of not having having somebody down there so uh, once i got to the top i was i was totally fine going the whole way up to the top but it was basically like once i got to the top it was this like i don't I don't know if I can just let go because I'm looking back and there's nobody there to catch me. I'm literally relying on just this piece of machine right here to automatically catch me um, if I fall. And I mean, eventually I let go and it caught me and I was fine. Val tried climbing back down. He he actually did. And um, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. It is kind of like it can be dangerous. Because um, if you slip coming back down like that, but I, he didn't go the whole way down. He came down like no, a couple No, he just feet. went like a little bit. We could like see his arms and legs shaking from yeah. the top trying to hold himself. <laughs> so, but it was fun and it was cool. Um, I think it's a great addition to the ship just mm-hmm. because it just adds more variety. There's more stuff to do for mm-hmm. uh, anybody who's interested in things like that. So, yeah, it was really cool. So then we went to dinner at Wonderland, which was uh, an, an awesome place. Um, mm-hmm. It's very different. We've already posted a dining review. So if you want to go back and check mm-hmm. that out and see what it was really all about. It was a really cool dining experience. Um, yeah. Uh, themed to Alice in Wonderland a little bit, obviously, mm-hmm. from the name. But some interesting thing, uh, we did find out that there was an earthquake in the Caribbean uh, area. And Taylor was like, oh, my gosh. I like um, I felt my stomach sink. They issued a tsunami warning on the off chance that there might be one. But luckily, where we were at, we weren't in port. We were out in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and where it was at, it was actually on the other side of, like, Cuba, I think. Yeah, or I think so. It was basically, like, there was land in between us and where it was at. So we were totally fine. And if something like that happens when you're on the ship, just try to remain calm if you find out about it. Um, you know, 
their technology is so advanced these days with those cruise ships that they've got ways of of uh, getting around certain things. Not necessarily around that, but. And then we went to the Elvis show, didn't we? That we, was the Elvis show. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the same night. I was actually a little uh, unsure about the Elvis show. He wanted to cancel. Because I didn't know whether or not I was actually going to really like it. Mm-hmm. But it ended up being pretty good. I mean, the guy was, he's a pretty good he Elvis pretty impersonator. Good. I honestly will say I probably wouldn't go to another Elvis show like that again. I mean, I've, I mean, once I've done it, yeah, one, I wouldn't go back. One time was good. Like if we went, like, so the one in Alaska, if, if there was an Elvis show, I'd probably be like, I think yeah, I'm going to skip this skip one, that guys. night. Yeah. Yeah. But he was still pretty good. It was interesting. Yeah. And um, we ended up back at the Bionic Bar again with the group, which was cool. Yeah, we again, like, was just hanging we out. left the Elvis show and like. Everybody's like, oh, well, I don't really know what we're doing. And then we're walking through the promenade. So where the, the theater's on one end and the bionic bar's on the other end. So we're walking down through the promenade because our room was on the back of the ship. And we're like, wait a second, don't we know all those people? And so like half of our group was sitting in there and we're like, okay, we're going to the bionic bar. Yeah. <laughs> and it was fun. It was just, again, it was nice to like, first off, know people. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we knew anybody super well, but it was like, you know. We know these people now. And it was cool being able to just hang out and connect mm-hmm. with people a little bit more and think for things like that. And we got up the next day and went, we were at St. Martin, which oh, yeah. unfortunately it was raining. And Taylor at the start of the day. Taylor didn't get off the ship. Yeah, at the start of the day. And I didn't, it wasn't because of the rain that I didn't get off the ship. I just did not have a desire to get off the ship at St. Martin because... There wasn't really anything there I was interested in. Yeah. So I decided to stay on the ship, but I also had a massage booked that day. So Josh got off the ship at St. Martin. And it was a cold place. I didn't really have any plans. I wanted to try and climb or get up to the, like, the top of a mountain, but they told us basically that there were going to be like five other ships in port, and there were. And whenever you get into That's a port busy. like that on a small island, the worst possible thing that you could probably do is take transportation that's not scheduled through your actual cruise. So, like, me getting off and taking a taxi someplace is, like, the worst decision that you could make because if you don't or not able to get something back in time on a small island like that, you might not make it back in time for the ship. Mm -hmm. The difference with doing, like, a port adventure through your cruise line is that that ship will wait until you're, you know, transportation gets back so i didn't end up taking a taxi or anything because i was really afraid that something like that might happen so i kind of walked around i found out they've got a yoda museum wouldn't pay to do it again (laughs) but it was kind of cool to say that i at least did it once um i feel i would feel bad telling people that they should just go check it out to say that they've done it because Mm. i don't know i really didn't think that it was worth the ten dollars or whatever i spent to go do it but um the other nice thing about St. Martin was that the beach is, like, right there. You can literally just walk right to the beach if you want to go and have that kind of, like, beach day and just relax. Water was nice and warm, and then I flew the drone around a little bit, um, and it was cool. And it was, you know, I didn't really I – I think I did buy, like, two shirts, two button-ups. Yeah, you did. I'm not even sure where those are at. They're in your closet. Oh, they I hung are? them up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. We decided that on – this day it would be the day that we would go and try and eat in the main dining room. And 
a big difference between Disney and Royal Caribbean is that they have one dining room. Yes. That one dining room um, is where you'll eat every night if you don't have anything special like books or if you don't want to go eat in Windjammer or something like that. Um, and we were going to do a dining review in there, and it was a total and complete disaster. I think this was probably the biggest disappointment about the Royal Caribbean cruise. Um, the service was awful. Um, we didn't even have our appetizers and they were clearing the entrees off of one of the tables right next to us. That had been seated like basically At, the same time yeah. that we had been seated. Um, and it was just, it was, it was not good. I, did we stay, did we stay the entire way through? Yeah, I think so. We did get entrees. I don't think we got dessert, right? We left. I can't remember. Um, it was just, it was, it was not good. Service was terrible. Um, like even just trying to get drinks refilled was bad. They seemed very disorganized. Didn't know what they were doing. But like I was watching around us and like other tables seemed to be fine. It just seemed like it was like our little section. Yeah, and it, not, and it might have been. I mean, I don't know. It, it may have been just that the servers that we had just weren't very good at what they were doing. Um, but the food was also not that great. No, the food was not very good at all. I don't think. Um, which was very disappointing. Um, and we hate to talk about stuff that's not good because right. we don't go out looking for things that are not good. Right. Like people say in our dining reviews sometimes like, oh, you do you ever tell the truth? Like you never say anything's bad. Well, we don't try to order stuff that's going to be bad. Yeah. Like, and, we want good food. We don't want to go out and pay for something that's not good. And the other thing is, too, is, I mean, like, we had asked in the group if everybody else had been enjoying their dinner at the main dining room, if they'd eaten there. And most of them said it was pretty good. So, I mean, we may have just had an off night yeah. with an offset of servers. And, of mm -hmm. course, when we get back onto the ovation next July, we'll obviously try and eat in the main dining room again. Yeah. Um, just for some comparison. But... Mm -hmm. And I think the other thing is maybe it was just because, like, we waited until day four to finally go into the main dining room instead of... It could be. But, I mean, it, it would be different if we were not two people. Like, I could understand that if it was, like, a family of four or a family of a six. Big party. And it's like you haven't showed up all week and then all of a sudden you show up and now the serving staff has to They're, like, incorporate all thrown off. Yeah. And you into that. But it's like we're two people... We should be very, very easy to handle. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like we even ordered anything extravagant. I think I just got unsweet iced tea we or just, something yeah, or water. I got water, and we just ordered stuff that was, like, on the menu. We didn't change anything. Or... Um, I don't know. It was just – it was really strange. Um, yeah. Not to say that they weren't, like, opposed to if you wanted something extra that they weren't going to give it to you. But yeah. I remember the Caesar salad came out. Caesar salad was not good. The dressing was very, very watery. Um, it yeah, wasn't and we're a big... talking about this now because we did not do a dining review. Yeah, because we didn't we didn't end up doing one. I just I couldn't bring myself to do it. We, what was the? We got like fried cheese or something. You did or shrimp. There was some other like little appetizer shrimp, dish that I, I got, it and it was like, it was it was the smallest, craziest appetizing like dish that I've ever seen. I'm like I cannot like I can't believe this is even a portion size. And I don't know if like one of the servers heard me say that. Because they ended up bringing me a second one. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, it looks like you really ate that pretty quick there. You might have enjoyed it. So I brought you a second one. And I am I was kind of thinking, like, I, I wonder if they heard me uh, complaining about it. But yeah. um, I don't know. It was just, it was obviously different. We're used to Disney. 
We weren't used to that. So when but, we when we get back on ovation, we'll try it again. In the first three nights when we went to dinner, we had awesome meals. Like chops was really good. You had a really good steak. Yeah, there. but those were paid for services. They were, but like I wasn't expecting to go from like like when we go into Disney World and we eat at a sit down restaurant and then we go to a quick service. Our quick service food is still good. Right. It's just not you know. A filet mignon I, with I think, like... I think a, what we were expecting is that service should have been comparable to what we have on Disney, which is even in the main dining room, service mm-hmm. is still really good. Yeah. Um, whenever you go to Palo, obviously it's much better mm-hmm. um, because you're paying for that level of... Additional level of service, I guess, mm-hmm. maybe. But it just it just wasn't there for us. And so when we get on ovation, we'll try it again. Yeah. We don't wanna, I don't want to like beat a dead horse about this, but... Yeah. But uh, we did like the restaurants that we paid... Yeah, and the only reason that we ate there only once was because we wanted to try as many specialty restaurants as we could, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, um, we both ended up getting sick uh, while we were on the cruise, and so we lost. We ended up actually losing like two days, I think, of dinner, Mm -hmm. Um, and on day five and day six. Yeah. So, but um, after that, and beating a dead horse. Whatever I'm trying to say right there. Um, we went to the Aqua Theater show, which mm-hmm. I think was probably the one show that I was most excited to see. Yeah. But the storyline was Again, really weird. Uh, a little hard to follow, mm-hmm. but it's uh, kind of like cool. And, and they throw, like, throw some like action stuff in there and some mm-hmm. death-defying stunts as well, um, which I, I think kind of makes up for that yeah, lack I of storyline. I just line. really liked all the diving. Yeah. It was yeah. cool. And it's all just this little show right at the back of the ship, um, basically where the abyss exits out at and where the rock walls are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's cool. Um, I think we'll probably end up talking a little bit more in detail about it later on when we go through and we kind of like talk about the nighttime entertainment and offerings, things that they do. But um, storyline could be better. But it was still cool and entertaining to see. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, some of the, the dives were really cool. Yeah. I was sitting next to Sharon at that show, and her and I were both like, oh, my God, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you see where they dive off from and how high up they are. It's quite high. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. So. But after the Aqua show, we did the Harmony of the Seas bar crawl. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. It was. We had a good old time. We started at the Schooner Bar. Because there's a schooner bar on every Royal Caribbean ship. So we figured we'd just start there. Mm-hmm. And then, so obviously to do a bar crawl, you have a group of people. So we had our group, everybody that wanted to come on the bar crawl, which was like quite a few of us. There was 20 some of us that ended yeah. up doing it. Almost like we, everybody. We took up a big portion of the bars. So we did schooner bar first. And then we went to, what's that? Boleros? Uh, something like that. And then it's like more of like the Spanish Hispanic like bar with tequila. Then which one did we do next? Did we do the Rising Tides or did we do? We went to Bionic, Bionic bar, bar and then we went to Rising yeah. Tides. Then we went back to Bionic Bar. Oh, oh, so we went back to Bionic Bar. Yeah. yeah so we went to Bionic Bar because we love Bionic Bar. And then we did um, 
the rising tides bar because it literally worked out perfect that like everybody was clearing out in the promenade and like it's also starting to get late yeah so the rising tides bar had just come down and everybody that was on it got off and i was like let's go so we literally all went and got on it and took up like a corner of it but it was perfect because like barely but anybody else even came and got on and there were still tables in there yeah. So that was cool doing the bar. So we actually went up and back down because nobody really came and got on. Right. Um, and then we went back to the Bionic Bar, I guess, but I don't really remember going there. It was after. cool. <laughs> you know, I think we did. Maybe we didn't. But, um, you know, there are a lot of bars on uh, Army of the lot. Seas. There's a, a lot. lot right there in uh, the promenade area. And then, of course, you've got, like, the pool bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's bars downstairs upstairs everywhere yeah so there's a lot to choose from and we really didn't even we were just like hey uh, it'd be cool if we just kind of like hopped around and tried a few things um but and it's also we had such a big group of people like if it would have just been the two of us we probably could have gone to more places yeah but by the time like we all get in there and sit down we all get our drinks and then we drink them like we have to move to the next bar right because it took it, it took it a long take, time. The drink waiting for the drinks is what took the longest. Yep. So. Um. Yeah. And then after that, we went to bed, and the next mm-hmm. day we were in San Juan, Puerto Rico. San Juan's my favorite place, and that was when I started to get sick. That's so when, I didn't really to get feel to do what I wanted to do. I and got I, to see an iguana and a couple of iguanas actually, and then I went back to the boat. And even I was really starting to feel sick as well. Um. You know, we had kind of planned to do like a... We did a walking tour. Like a little walking tour, a self-guided walking tour around uh, the old uh, Spanish fort there. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually really started to feel bad just because like I had almost no energy. Taylor left about midway through and I was basically spent. But I just kind of felt bad being like, hey guys, uh, I'm going to go back too because I don't, I don't feel good. So I like I stayed and tried to hang out and it may not have been as enjoyable as it could have been. Um, because I was like, uh, I know. And I was so sad because I loved the San Juan forts when we went there before. They're cool. And and it's nice to explore. It was super hot that day, which was was a little unfortunate. I think that's why I felt worse. And that's Mm -hmm. why I just had to go because it was so hot. Yeah. But something to note though, um, originally when Sully's over here trying to dig a hole in the carpet, um, when we were there originally a couple of years ago, there was transportation to and from um, yeah. both forts. There is not that anymore, really. So it's yeah. basically you're going to have to walk. It is. So, oh. so keep that in mind. But um, really not too much to talk about because basically once we came back, once I came back, Taylor was already in bed and I basically climbed in bed and did the same thing. And I just laid there um, because, again, I did not feel well yeah. at all. Uh, I don't even think we didn't really go to dinner. Nope. We did I may nothing. have I may have gone up and gotten some food maybe from Windjammers that day. I don't remember. I don't really remember either. Um and then literally basically the next day, which was a sea day as we made our way to Coco Cay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fortunately we did not have like anything planned at all for right. that day 6, so it kind of worked out that we didn't feel good that day yeah. because we weren't missing out on anything that we had already planned. Right. Trivia, I think you guys ended up, we you may d- have missed out on. We but. did have trivia planned, but like that was just something that we had planned once we were on this ship. So we just kind of skipped day six and stayed in the room. Well, so day seven, basically our last day on the ship, our last full day. 
was Perfect Day at Coco Cay. So we got to go there to enjoy the water park and the private island itself. Yeah. And it was a nice island. I will say it's it looks much bigger on the map than what it actually is in person. But mm-hmm. uh, it was still a lot of fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, we did quite a few things with the water park. Yeah. And it's honestly nice that it's not as big as the map makes it seem. Because then stuff is not so far to walk. Yeah. It's it's a pretty easy walk all around, yeah. I think. So, but there was still a ton of stuff there and a lot of stuff to do. And another thing is that they are actually still expanding the island. They are. Um, so there's still some construction going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it was like very like an eyesore. Um, no. Because you couldn't see it at that eye level. The, the only time you could really see it was at the water slides. Yep, the one water on the slide ship. up on the steps. Yep. So, I didn't even notice on the ship. Um, huh. But we did we did the water park. And we've said this before, and it sounds like since we've um, mentioned it in our vlog video that di- or oh, that Royal Caribbean has changed this now that there's not a half day and a full day. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a, a one-day one. ticket, Yeah, um, which is kind of disappointing because we bought the full-day ticket thinking that, like, you know, there's going to be a ton of stuff to do. We're probably going to spend most of our time there. And we got off the ship first thing in the morning, and we mm-hmm. conquered that water park. We Within did. like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first slide we did, when we got up to the top, the girl that was in line in front of us was like, oh, yeah, we've already done this. Like yeah. that morning. So like there were people that were out there before we were. If we yeah. were out, we were some of the first people off the ship. Yep. So like they must have hustled up those steps because yeah. it's a climb. But um, I think in retrospectively, we already mentioned this, we would have done the half day ticket. Yeah. Um, just it, because it's obviously half the cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just wasn't really necessary. I don't think it's necessary to be there for an entire day mm-hmm. um, because it's just, there's maybe, not enough. Maybe for kids. Kids might like to be there maybe. doing slides the whole day. And you can also, like, go back and forth. Like, you can go in there, then go to the beach and eat and then come back and do yep. the water park again. So, you know, if that's something you're interested in, it probably worth it for you. Yeah. But and I don't know if they'll let you leave your kids in there. Like, I don't know how they're monitoring that at all, if they are or not. Probably not. Um, it may be something where your kids want to go in there and hang out. That's and you like at go, your own risk. And you want to go to the adult beach or something like that. Maybe that's something you could do. Take that with a grain of salt. But um, definitely I do, like, want to emphasize because I want people to be aware that it's not probably worth a full day or whatever they're charging. So try to get it on a sale. Oh, we did see somebody said that they got it on a sale that would be the best way yeah, to Yeah, like do they it. have sales on the website yeah. for when you're booking it. So sometimes you can get discounted rates on your yep. tickets. And same thing for drink packages and dining packages too. Right. And you've probably also seen the hot air balloon that's there at Coco Cay. Um, that's not included either. That's an additional charge mm-hmm. as well. The zip we line didn't, is We didn't too. do that. So And the zip line. So there was a couple things I really would have loved to do that balloon, but I'm glad we didn't end up paying for it. I mean, we would have got refunded, but it was so windy that day yeah. they couldn't send it up. Yep. Um, but, I mean, it was overall, it was still a nice island. I mean, it's very comparable for lunch. They do the mm-hmm. same thing basically at Disney. Yeah. On uh, Disney's Island, which is kind of like a barbecue themed. Mm-hmm. Somebody said they had tacos up they, there, too. They did have tacos. And I didn't even see that. I, I didn't see that either until after we finished eating, which I was kind of disappointed because I would have mm-hmm. liked to have gotten some tacos. Something a little different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then Taylor and the rest of the group had a blast in what – Presumably could have had icebergs in it because it was so cold. <laughs> it was cold. Um, they we hung out in the pool. pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a huge pool area on the island, and there's a swim-up bar in there. Now, this is not adult-only, but let me tell you what. I think I saw one kid in that pool the whole entire time. I think it was too cold. 
Yeah, well, we were all drinking, so we were having a good time. You didn't time. feel it. Oh, I felt it. I was frozen. But it was still fun. A huge conga line. Everybody was drinking the whole time. Todd led that conga line like a champ. He did. <laughs> he got it going, and it actually turned out a bunch of other people from other groups ended up joining us. So yeah. it was hilarious. It was funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't get in the water. I stayed out. I was like, I He put his feet it. in for like a hot minute at one point. But. No, I mean, actually what I enjoyed doing was I walked around while they were hanging out in the pool. Uh, I got some just some B-roll footage of the island. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was an area where there were just a bunch of iguanas hanging out. And you could get up. Some of them, like, they were letting you get up really close to them and actually touch them and, and pet them, basically. I wouldn't recommend that you do that because at the end of the day, they're still wild animals. Yeah. Um, and they still could attack you definitely still cool to take pictures and videos of them. Yeah, but I got I got some really cool photos of them. I haven't posted them to my Instagram yet. I was actually editing a few of them yesterday. Not when this gets it's beside the point. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean it was cool. They've got also have some wild chickens running around on there. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't see any cats. I didn't see any cats either. Hmm. But there are still other things that you can do like snorkeling. Mm-hmm. Um, they just opened up I think it was right. I think it was like literally the week after we were there, they opened up a, like a private area, or was it that week that, that we were there? We were the first people to go we were the to first it. South people? Beach. Where the we South went. Beach. They opened it up, but there was private cabanas out there like over, over the, water, the water, yeah, which were really cool. Um, that obviously is an additional charge. They go very quickly, but something else that you can think about if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. So that would be. They were awesome. Yeah, they looked really. They all cool. had their own slide into the ocean too. Yep. That was really cool. So. Um, but yeah, and I mean that that basically kind of con- concluded like our our day on Coco K. We mm-hmm. got back on the ship probably around two thirty three o'clock. Yeah, I think we, there was a forecast of some rain coming, so we kind of wanted to get back on the ship before, before that happened rain, as yeah. well. Um, and then we had dinner at Azumi, which is the hibachi mm-hmm. that they have on the ship. Dining review to come. Mm-hmm. There will be a dining review. Um, the older gentleman that sat next to me tried to teach me oh how to gosh. use chopsticks. Uh, <laughs> it was funny because yeah. I had no idea. And he's like, oh, you just do it like this. <laughs> and he was showing me. So I tried. Yeah. I, you know, I think overall, um, well... I guess after that, we did have um, a big meetup with the group, mm-hmm. which was cool. We met up at the Bionic Bar again. It was just, yep. it was fun. It was yeah. a great place. That's where we always loved hanging mm-hmm. out at. Yes. That was like kind of our spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it will continue to be our spot on all of our Royal Caribbean cruises. I guess. We'll see. Because <laughs> we, we all still talk about the Bionic Bar. Um, that was when I got kind of emotional when we went to the Bionic Bar because like we didn't talk about it a whole lot in here, but like we really did hang out with everybody quite a bit and like really did try to talk to everybody and like get to know each other. And I mean, we really did like, this was only like an hour and a half or so podcast. And like, we did not even like touch the surface of like how well we actually got to know everybody. Yeah. I mean, cause we were really, we were hanging out with people every day and it wasn't Mm -hmm. like, you have to come hang out. I, I I don't know why I keep saying that. I guess I just want people to know that it's like it's not mandatory to come and hang out with us all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless we're doing something that, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just us, I mean, then we'll tell people. But I think for the most part, it was like, mm-hmm. come hang out if you guys want to hang like out. Like when we pretty much the only stuff we did like by ourselves was like dinner. Was pretty much the dinner, the dining reviews. I'm, I mean, breakfast a couple times, but yeah. like. If we happened to be at the same place as somebody for lunch, it was like, oh, yeah, like, let's eat lunch together. Right. 
It was great. I mean, I had a fantastic time. I was really worried that it was just going to be very awkward, and it really wasn't. And um, so he was a little worried about that, but it was not at yeah. all. But thank you to everybody who did come. Uh, mm-hmm. All of you out there, it was really, it really, really. We was had a lot an of fun. awesome group of people who now are like our friends. So. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, after that, after we had like our little goodbye hangout at the bar, we basically had disembarkation day um, as we made our way back to Port Canaveral. Mm -hmm. But once again, um, super smooth. Well, oh, wait, no, it wasn't. No, no, no. It 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 did end up being smooth. It it wasn't, it wasn't. But at the start, we were like, what is going on? I think that was so bad. I was trying to block it out. So, um, here's what we tried to do. I don't think that we've done this before in the past on Disney. No, but we haven't. We decided that we were going to try and do express checkout. Which is where you carry off your own bags. And since we really only had, we each had one? I think we each had a big suitcase. Yeah. Um, I just was like, what's the point in waiting until they call us? Let's just get off the ship as soon as we can. And that way we can get back. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to worry about traffic and different things like that. And we've got other stuff that we need to do. Mm-hmm. So... We went down to where the express checkout area was supposed to be at, and we, we went got to there. Like silk or something, I think maybe. And we got there a little bit earlier um, than the time was supposed to start. Actually, we got there quite a bit earlier because I kind of thought that there might be a little bit of a line, mm-hmm. and of course there was. So um, they basically sent us to one of the restaurants. Well, it was just kind of like we were just following the line out, and the mm-hmm. line went into the restaurant, um, and it was just basically ensued to be chaos after that point. I don't know how long people had been waiting there for. Mm-hmm. It was way too long for them to be waiting there in the first place. I think maybe if they would have just showed up at the same time as we did, it wouldn't have been that bad. But They were getting a little feisty. People, it was like Lord of the Flies almost. Um, because there really wasn't a line, a good line that had formed in the restaurant. No. Because it's hard to do that when there's a bunch of tables around. And so it was like we started walking in and we followed some other people in there because we'd never done this before. And let's also note, Royal Caribbean did not tell these people to form right. this line. They yeah. did it no, themselves. They, did they they formed the line themselves. Um, and that decision that they made, is they decided that they needed to take out on um, employees mm-hmm. of Royal Caribbean. But we just started following some other people in. Those People who were already in there started, like, losing their minds. Because um, of where we were sca- standing and where people Because we were weren't going. at the back of the line and, and we're like, where the heck's the back of the line at? People are saying it's this way. People are saying it's that way. So we basically just walked back up to the front of the restaurant. And a Royal Caribbean employee came in and said, if you guys are waiting, just wait here because there's not really supposed to be a line. And as soon as people who were in the line that they formed heard that, they then also lost their minds because they're like, well, you've been waiting here for forever. It was crazy. But once, like, the actual boarding process, like, exiting the ship started. The disembarkation process. It was super smooth. It was extremely fast. Um, what's you really, literally walked off the ship. What like What's really great is that you, the way that it worked for us is so streamlined. Um, there was no talking to a uh, border patrol person. Nope. Um, it was literally all electronic. Mm-hmm. Right? Didn't we yeah. like walk up? We got scanned mm-hmm. and we were off the ship. Like, it was so cool. Got- it was great. It was amazing. If Disney does this or if they if they started doing this, that would be awesome. But this was, I mean, it was great. Once we got off the actual ship and down into like the terminal where like customs would be at, um, that was when they had, they had like iPads there. 
It literally like yeah. scanned your face. And was it your face or your passport? It was your face, wasn't it? I think it? it was I think it was like a facial recognition software. And then like it either told you good to go or not good to go. Yep. And they had they had people there standing there in case there was uh-huh. an issue, but like it scanned Josh and he was good. It scanned me and I was good. And we started walking and we're like looking like, I was like need, waiting. Cause I'm like, like, when do we fill out this that form it? that we have to like declare all this stuff? And the ladies are like, no, go ahead. Yeah. You're good. Go so, ahead. And we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It was cool. And then we went and got in the car and we left. <laughs> so, uh, final thoughts. Um, it was, a uh, overall was a really good cruise. Yeah, I know this podcast was somewhat uh, long long and in order of our days um, and somewhat maybe chaotic. But And, of course, we'll have some more videos talking about mm-hmm. what we really liked about it. But I think two things that I would change um, just from this one experience. Number one would be the dining room service just because it, maybe it is okay. But in the our, main dining our room. main dining experience was not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two is a really tough thing that you have to deal with coming from Disney is that the TV in your room does not have anything included for you to watch besides like a couple of television stations. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the most difficult things to uh, adapt to mm-hmm. because it's so nice being able to just turn on a Disney movie. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Yep. Here you have to pay for those movies. Yep. But a workaround for that is our friend Chris um, actually brought – uh, his own, basically like a little hard drive uh, computer thing that he could just plug right into the back of the TV through the USB or through the HDMI. I mean, you could bring your Apple TV too if you have like the Wi-Fi yeah. package. Um, and watch movies that way. But it's just something to note that, that um, you know, it would be nice if maybe Royal Caribbean could have some type of deal worked out with somebody. We turned on some really weird stuff when we went to sleep at night. I, it was it was just strange like like stuff we documentary would have never stuff. turned on before but yeah. yeah so two things that I mean those are two things that I think I would like to see that were different but those are like pretty I mean the dining room is kind of big but like the TV things like a minimal yeah thing. I mean it's they're minuscule things I overall it was a fantastic cruise mm-hmm. um we're doing our third group cruise on Royal Caribbean mm-hmm. and um yeah and I, I think, think that says a lot that we're going on Royal Caribbean again yeah and it's not just because of the price difference with Disney. I mean, that is a huge factor, but we also had such a good time and it's yeah. everybody else enjoyed it too. Right. So, all right. Obviously well, they enjoyed it because they're coming back. That's true. <laughs> We're so excited. So, yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining in and listening on this extremely long uh, podcast this week, mm-hmm. uh, an hour and a half or so. And... Um, yeah, let us know down in the comments below or somewhere. Shoot us an email, uh, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, you know, what you thought. Have you sailed on Royal Caribbean before? What do you like? What don't you like? Um, thinking about maybe doing that Alaskan cruise? Hopefully so. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have a great time. We're going to have a great time, we and are. it's going to be a lot of fun. So. And that's a weekly breakdown.